Hey, man. 48 hours is way too long for, for this guy to hold us up. God, you're wearing the hat, too? How do you not know by now where you're going to go? I, you've, had, you've had, like, months to think about this. <sighs> Fucking Kawhi. <laughs> is that right. a cold open? I think that's good. I think it's good. Okay. I'm going to end that one. Welcome to The Lake Show. I'm Anthony Irwin. I'm joined by Harrison Fagan. It's been a while since we just did like a regular podcast, like just you and me. The last one yeah. we did was with Stein, and then the, the one before that was like a month prior. It would have been yeah. a while. Yeah, I mean, we came back with a bang. I hope all of you enjoyed our free agency preview mm-hmm. and uh, that the Lakers got precisely none of the guys that we talked about during that show, <laughs> uh, except for, you know, they still have a shot at Kawhi, so they that's do. on the table. They do. Um, yeah, so it was. It's nice to be back here with you. I don't think that we should do Byron's book club this week because there's so much going on. <laughs> but eventually, <laughs> eventually, we are going to get back to this yeah. bit that we do at the end of every show. But yeah, speaking of bits, we this is Harrison. I'm giving Harrison credit for this because it's a great idea, and I'm pissed that I didn't. I didn't even think about this for Locked On Lakers, uh, which, by the way, is already live. Uh, if you guys are, are looking for for a better show, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I don't have to sit here and deal with this. <laughs> but Harrison came up with a tremendous idea, a really, really good idea. Harrison, do you want to explain it? Or do you want me to? Uh, I can explain it. So right. I, I think. I think um, we're recording this, by the way, at 11:30 Monday night. Yes. We tried to give it as long as we reasonably could without our significant others leaving us to record. Yeah, um, snoring outside in the living room right now. Yeah, Mia is not happy that I'm, like, yelling in the living room, so I may have to <laughs> tone my voice down. Um, but we we waited as long as humanly possible to try and figure out if the Lakers had signed Kawhi today. There was a lot of scuttlebutt. There were a lot of random Reddit account, uh, like a Reddit insider got docs today. It was a big day on the Internet. We uh, for, touch that one. We can, for we can Kawhi. skip right over that. Oh, no, we aren't going to talk about You can go look up information on that if you would like. Yeah. Um, but there were all kinds of Jeez, anonymous Matthew. random insiders and people doing all kinds of crazy reports and whatever. And it was like, oh, man, is this really going to happen? And no, like it is not. To our knowledge, it has not happened yet as of when we were recording this yet but what we wanted to do is because this could break at 8 a.m tomorrow Mm -hmm. while you're on your on your ride to work like where he's going he could go to the lakers he could go to the clippers he could go back to the raptors he could go anywhere who knows yeah um we are going to react as if each of those things had happened and then that way you can like skip around if this news is already broken and we'll try to give our genuine reactions to each and then i think that'll lead us to a larger discussion of kind of the the back end tightrope that the Lakers are uh, are walking here. Yeah, so we're going to so basically what we're going to do is in this first segment we're going to record three separate pre-write podcasts. We are going to react first as if Kawhi has just signed with the Lakers uh and and we are going to respond accordingly. Uh it will it will feature a lot of laughter. It will be a lot of fun. Uh the next scenario here that we're going to look at is Kawhi going to stay in Toronto. Uh, I think that's the second most likely thing at this point, given the way that the rest of free agency has has played out. And then 
Finally, we're going How to— How dare you? The Clippers acquired Mo Harkless today, the strong veteran presence Good point. Good that point. Kawhi needed mm-hmm. to you know, make them a contender for Wait, his did services. They? No, yeah. they didn't. No, who did their—it was some random veteran. I don't know. Was it Mo Harkless? No, they signed Patrick Beverly. They re-signed Patrick No, they, they got someone in a trade from Philadelphia, I think. No. Yeah, uh, they took on money. Yeah, 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 they did. This is a real thing. I'll look this up while you talk. Yeah, you look that up. But Mo Harkless went to Miami. He was in the Hassan Whiteside trade. But anywho, we're going to. That'll be the last thing uh, that we respond to, and that we that we pre-write or pre-record our podcast to. So we'll see how this thing goes. We're in uncharted waters. We have never done something like this before. But yeah, it know. was Harkless. I was right. Really as expected. Yeah, it was Harkless. They took on his because they took on his deal, Three-teamer? and people were like, "Are they still going to have enough to sign Kawhi to the um, max?" And they still do. They can still yeah. fit it. So. Yeah. Uh, but that'll so so that'll be the, the the last thing that we respond to to take you guys behind the curtain. Most of the people that you read do a lot of these pre writes. So what you have to do is you have to put yourself in the moment of this. You know, in this case, Kawhi Leonard just signing with the Lakers. The Lakers are now a title favorite. All these things. So you got to put yourself in the moment, and you got to you got to you got to analyze the situation that isn't even existing right now. It's not in existence, and you got to figure that out. You got to write that so that when that happens, or if that happens, you can release that that article. And and, and Harrison, just for full disclosure, wrote the pre-write for for us for tomorrow. For both. Um, so I've already, I have some experience with method acting in this, uh, in this sense. All right. So let's try this without further ado. We are going to respond first to Kawhi Leonard signing with the Lakers. Harrison, Kawhi Leonard just signed with the Lakers. Can you, Oh my God. What? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Mia. Uh, I gotta go right. (laughs) Right. We got, we're all right. So this is the end of the show. Uh, we got to go right. <laughs> so, all right. So, Kawhi- that's what we're going to leave you with. We're out. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That was it. Was a fun show. We'll we'll talk to you guys next week. Let's start here. Kawhi signs with the Lakers. The Lakers are title favorites next year, right? Like, do you agree with that? Do you agree with that? That's what I wrote in my 1,000-word pre-written column about uh, Kawhi signing with the Lakers, was that this doesn't just make them contenders. This makes them the title favorites. Like, they're contenders. Like, if they would have just had Anthony Davis and LeBron James, they would have been contenders. Like, depending on how they fill in that roster and if it's fine and they get some decent role players this year. But – Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and Kawhi Leonard is like, like that's the greatest big three of all time, and you can't tell me differently. Yeah. Uh, and best, like, I they, don't know about greatest. Greatest, like they have to succeed. Okay, yeah, be, whatever. Like, however you, I think we're playing a semantic thing, yeah, but like that is the most talented big three ever on paper ever put together in terms of complementary skill sets, in terms of being able to benefit each other, and it like. This is an overused cliche in sports media, but literally, I'm pretty sure that lineup would win most games if they put you and me out there as the other two. <laughs> Maybe not both of us. Maybe one of us, but not yeah. both of us. They could get by with like me on defense. How many? How many articles? How many columns will this or would this launch of the Lakers just ruined the NBA? 
Oh, a lot. There would be a lot of there are going to be a lot. Of, I can I can see it on my timeline right now because we're in a world where Kawhi Leonard is just signed with the Lakers. And yeah. there are a lot of blog boys making just complaining and just being like, oh, well, it just it's horrible to just see incompetent management rewarded once again. And there's nothing the rest of the league can do. And I'm just here to tell all of you that as Lakers fans, you should enjoy drinking those tears because <laughs> you've earned it with all the crap you have had to deal with this year from this team, from the media, from everywhere, like every direction, Lakers fans and, you know, Lakers fans give it back to. But yeah. if this signs it, like if Kawhi Leonard is in a Laker uniform next year, the retweet Armageddon is going to rival when like the Sixers process started to pan out. It's going to be really bad. Yeah, except gonna, the Lakers are actually successful. Yeah, there are going to be a lot of receipts brought to bear. Yeah. Uh, it'll be a tough day for, for NBA brochalist Twitter. It'll be a tough one. It'll be. <laughs> I've never heard that phrase before. I just um, came over that. I've been waiting for like five minutes while you were talking to, to, to fire that one up. You know, what does this mean? Like for the Lakers, now that they, you know, yeah. in this world, they have Kawhi Leonard. I just think like, number one, this allows them to load manage all three players because theoretically you can sit Kawhi and, or you can sit LeBron or you can sit Anthony Davis and you're still left with two of the top, you know, five seven players. or eight players in the league in that lineup. And, you know, the depth is going to be a little lacking on some nights, but that's the type of team that you can really go to war with in the playoffs and they're going to have flaws, but they're also like, like, tell me that you're not confident that they could outscore pretty much any team and that they're going to be basically unguardable as long as they get some level of shooting on the floor. Yeah. You know what this, what else this uh, means? And it's, it's something that I, you know, Pete and I have talked about this the last couple of days on, on lockdown Lakers. And it's something that, that I have to come to grips with. And, and I think a lot of NBA Twitter has to come to, to grips with this. And, and the people who analyze these things from, from afar, what we value in uh, NBA teams and franchises that is not aligned with what superstars value, and the idea of oh yeah, yeah, Dan- Kawhi Leonard doesn't care about your future pick swaps that right. you got in a trade and whatever. Like they want to see obviously that you have a competent roster around them, but most stars and Kawhi's different, but most stars want to see an avenue to success yeah. in place. And 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 most stars, like the, the 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 avenue that they see there, the avenue that they best identify with too, which is really important, is I want to go somewhere that has a peer of mine on that roster, preferably two, right? And you know, pr- preferably if there are also you know tons of endorsement opportunities for me and to make money else. off the floor, yeah, all yeah. that stuff. Like what we've learned from this process of the Lakers getting Kawhi Leonard is, you know. Process doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, like you can you can complete well, you can get LeBron, completely poop the bed afterwards, smear it all over yourself, and then <laughs> throw up. And I'm sorry, this is an audio that's probably is, a little violent audio, but my morning from this morning. That was that was the Lakers over this entire past year was they just were, it was like Kevin trying to bring the chili in the office and he just drops it and it spills everywhere. He's trying to clean it up. Like, and then all of a sudden having that chili be the best chili you've ever tasted. And like you win a chili cook off. Right. It turns turns out like the fibers from the carpet actually enhance the flavor of that chili. 
the chili burns through the floor and you find a pot of gold underneath. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, that's exactly. basically what the Lakers have done for this entire past year. And it doesn't matter because all yeah. that matters is that, you know, purple and gold legacy of the franchise. That's like, apparently that is all that matters. If this is, if that's what happens. And like, that's, if you're a Lakers fan, I'm not saying that as like a shot or whatever, no. like that you should be excited about yeah. that. And you should be excited. Because that that's the, something they do the best. The front office and ownership got out of the way and let LeBron and Clutch put this super team together. And, you know, I don't know what that means for after they're gone. But, like, e- even th- what signing the Kawhi next five years are going to be really fun. <laughs> yeah, and you have the bridge to the next era now with Kawhi and Anthony Davis. And, you know, there's even been, like, scuttlebutt about LeBron. Like, part of his pitch is he wants to take a step back. A lot of people have theorized that he wants to go play with his son at some point after this deal. So, like, yeah. he may not. Like, he's probably happy to see that spot and just be you know as valuable of a player as he can be for this team here's a thing that i a a bit that i don't know a a a, a bit of analysis that hasn't really been hit in my opinion in ways that we should have we've given lebron james credit for being one of the more cerebral players in the history of the game right like we can feel like yes collectively yeah we, we we consider him one of the smartest players that the NBA has ever seen this guy is a a a, a highly functional computer that is that has incredible deltoids you know and weirdly for, specific muscle group but <laughs> it's a cool word but <laughs> but for some reason People are, are reluctant to now, – now, ego and intelligence, is it, those are two different things. But for some reason, people have been reluctant to look at LeBron and, and, and see the capability of identifying, no, I, I, ha- I did slip a little bit last – literally. <laughs> I did literally slip and it and – it, Unfortunately, it, yes. Yeah, it tweaked yeah. my groin. And, 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 and when I tried to go into playoff mode, right? Remember we, we mocked playoff mode for, for a solid month because he couldn't – he tried to flip that switch and it didn't happen. And it's weird to me that people are, are looking at that situation, the way that th- that all played out. And not giving him enough credit, not giving him the benefit of the doubt that he looked at that, he went through that, and he and he now sees Kawhi Leonard, who is better than he is right now at at basketball, who is younger than he is, who yeah. who is in, in 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 more capable of of carrying the burden here. Same kind of thing goes for Anthony Davis. He, it's weird to me that we we just saw him convince and he pushed, Anthony and Davis. He pushes the ego aside, and he's just like, "This is what I need to win and yeah. have successful years going forward." It's like I, I do think that he deserves credit for that, but he won't get it because no. everybody, you know, when the Lakers be are really getting good. benefits from what players doing what they want, it's like, "Oh man, I can't believe that they're like not getting every single penny that they can get." And then when you know players do that elsewhere, it's like, "Oh wow, he just really wants to he's win." wants to win yeah yeah i agree i agree it's like how could you uh, how could you like ruin player empowerment lebron by doing this and that and you know like but if he goes somewhere else it's like oh man lebron just really wants to win look at that commitment right right yeah let's wrap on this before we move on to the next scenario yeah the sadder scenario (laughs) The, the, the less fun scenarios here let's wrap on this uh we we agree that the Lakers are title favorites next year. Yes. What are you what are you deeming success for this next era of Lakers basketball with Kawhi, with Anthony Davis, with LeBron James? Do they have to win multiple championships to make this all worth it? I, 
I think honestly, multiple championships always feels like like that's something that you can say like, yeah, like this is a group that's really talented. But that um, we've seen time and time again that winning multiple titles is really, really hard. Lakers mm-hmm. fans are a little spoiled in that respect. I, I think they have to first fans are looking at Laker fans like you. mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a disappointment, and you know we can get into that whole thing of like how hilarious this is that oh. Kawhi Leonard got here anyway after Pop took a bad spike trade yeah. just to like not give him what he wanted. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna personally send I'm gonna personally send a jersey to Greg Popovich, a, a Kawhi Leonard Lakers jersey. I you know what I will, I don't even need a GoFundMe. I will get a receipt and <laughs> I'm gonna find a way. Send it to the team facilities. You know what? If you guys are listening to this right now and you have the funds to be able to do that kind of thing, shower the Spurs. Anthony, I feel like we can direct our audience in more productive ways than telling this them to send good Lakers one. jerseys to the Spurs <laughs> facility. No. Can you imagine you. they just get like 30 of them in the mail? Do it. I'll, I'll I'll tweet out the address for for the Spurs team offices, and we will send them jerseys. Oh, this is cool. really responsible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh. All right, I was, so basically, to finish my point, yeah, I was just going to say that, like, I, I think you have to win one. It's a disappointment if they don't get one. But, um, you know, it, multiple is always like, obviously, that's the hope. But I think you have to win one bare minimum for it to be considered a success. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I would say you have to win one and preferably you win like two other than out of the next three or three out of the next four. Yeah, or you, you know, win the next five. I'm not saying that they couldn't do it. This is obviously going to be a talented group, and they might be more talented in year two when they have a few more exceptions to work with to sign players and things like that. Like, I'm not saying that they couldn't repeat or that they couldn't do these things. I'm just saying they have to win at least one for it to be considered a success, in my mind. Yeah, I, I agree. All right, let's move on to the next scenario here. This is a little less fun. Kawhi Leonard just re upped a one and one to stay in Toronto. What does this mean for the Lakers? What options do they have moving forward? What, 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 what uh, does this mean about the way, the direction that they took this? Was it worth the gamble? You know, Anthony, this is obviously a disappointing outcome for Lakers fans right now. Um, this is a disappointing outcome because I'm less proud of the pre-write that I had to do for them not getting him. <laughs> um, you know, it's just, it's disappointing and that we were waiting on bated breath for no reason. Um, but I still think, and I said this on yesterday's silver screen roll pod, so I won't belabor it too much, but I think this was the path that they had to take. Yeah. There was always this chance that it didn't work out. But if you look at the deals that have been signed so far, how many of them would you consider reasonable? Or you'd be like, I want a piece of that. If I'm the Lakers, like two or three, maybe. Most of it has been most of it has not been great money. And so, honestly, this may have saved the Lakers from spending more money than they should on mediocrity. Mm -hmm. Uh, And like and they could probably get similar level players still available in some cases. And then, like, the other factor here is like if you even think that there's a 10 to 20 percent chance that you're going to get Kawhi, he's the best player in the NBA right now. You have to take that risk yeah, and you have to wait it out. And there was no one else on the market that you're like, Oh man, I really missed out on them because we were waiting on Kawhi. Like there was no one else that was that seamless of a fit. And I think any team in the NBA would do this and it's what they had to do. You can go F yourself. D'Angelo Russell is a golden state warrior right now. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, I All never right. felt like that was real. I always felt like that. I'm just going to be real. I always felt like that was Aaron Mintz trying to catfish the Lakers again. Hey, um, I don't blame him. He did his. You know what I mean? He got his, like, he got, his like, got paid. Yeah, you thought like you really thought like I did not think that Russell was really coming back here. I know you got your hopes up. Um, I, yeah. I just always felt like we were constantly hearing leaks. It, uh, they, we were he was only getting linked to the Lakers when he wasn't finding action elsewhere. And then like once he started getting connections elsewhere, the Timberwolves were recruiting him. I think they I saw somewhere today they took him on a helicopter ride, which is over L.A. for some so reason. random. Like, they're like, look, LA? oh, D'Angelo, all of this could be yours. Beautiful Minneapolis. This is and- what <laughs> – the irony here is that Minnesota flew D'Angelo Russell over the city that took their basketball team. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know what the symbolism of that was. You know, the, the, I don't know if it was just like a collective, like all this, everyone flipped off the entire yeah. city of L.A. like D'Lo too when they, he recorded it on his camera He's phone. Like, they specifically um, flew over Byron Scott's house. Yeah. And then they, you know, and then obviously now he's a warrior and I'm actually like, I'm excited to see that fit between him and Steph. I don't and know if I he think plays a game. Then. Yeah, I know he'll play a game because they have, yeah, because it's a sign and trade, they have to wait a certain amount of time oh, before yeah, they can. Right. Yeah. So he'll definitely play there. If um, like January, I, yeah, I, I want to, anyway. the, 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 to get back, you know, away from D'Angelo Russell here, the point that needs to be made here is the, is the inverse of the point we made in the previous hypothetical right that all right maybe this maybe the weight maybe the the idea of lakers exceptionalism isn't something that you can bank you, you can bank your entire offseason on and where do the lakers go from and it's not it's not just like where do the lakers go from here in regards to you know do they sign do they trade for Goran Dragic do they how do, how do they fill out their roster it's not that's not that you know they're going to be fine next year anyway you're still going to have lebron you're still going to have anthony davis but where do they go from here when when they get kicked in the nuts to the point where they I, they have to recognize okay wow maybe that maybe that extracurricular stuff isn't that important how, how do we sell this next era of Lakers basketball to whoever the next guy might be? We already know that they can't draft and develop that person. We watched that firsthand. So how do they how do how do they harness this Lakers exceptionalism uh, when when LeBron James and, and Clutch Sports isn't using them as their right arm? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I think that, uh, like, obviously they didn't get it done on this one. And I think that they have to sign a team. You know, I don't think that they can just kick the can down the road with one-year guys again. I think that that would be a mistake. Yeah. It, even if, like, obviously it would be great to have LeBron James, Capspace, and Anthony Davis. But they're still okay players on this market as of, you know, when we're recording right now. Like, Danny Green, it sounds like, is going to wait on Kawhi to see what he's doing. Um, and But maybe if the Lakers are willing to pay up, they can get lure him away. There are guys out there on the market. And so I think that they, what you do now is you try to build a team as best you can about, around LeBron and Anthony Davis. And this one stings but they still have options and this was the best way this was still the best path that yeah. I think that they could have taken and so it's hard for me to criticize them too much because obviously like I think, no, I don't think if we're talking wider them. yeah if we're talking wider ranging criticisms of like what were they selling like how are they right. whatever but like clearly they were selling 
here, come and team up with Anthony Davis and LeBron James and get the max. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I know that we all like like to make fun of them for the Lakers exceptionalism stuff. And we pick it like what they're selling. Like, you know, the whole LaMarcus Aldridge, we're just going to show you what our social media can do for you of a yeah. couple of years ago. All that stuff like that's become those have become easy talking points and easy points of criticism. But at the same time, like, I, I think they kind of ha- like they made. To my understanding, I mean, maybe we get leaks of they just had the most inept pitch of all time. But it seems like from the leaks that we've gotten that, you know, even Magic Johnson went in there and told said the right things. Yeah. You know, Magic, of all people, went yeah. in and like, didn't, found a way to spin his disinvolvement with the organization. Yeah. He's like, that's fine now. We're all good. Yeah. You know, sometimes you fight and then you resign and then you trash your siblings on first take. Totally normal stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, But you could still go here and win Kawhi. And then, you know, they it sounds like the Lakers were amenable to letting Kawhi have his own training staff, bring some of his own people. I would presume Jeremy Castleberry, the, Spur- the Raptors assistant that followed him from San Antonio and their friends from, I believe, San Diego State, but maybe before that. Um And so, like, maybe some of the Raptors trainers or whatever. It sounds like the Lakers were willing to do the right things and that this was a decent situation. But it just sounds, you know, if – like if Ka- he stays if Kawhi in stays Toronto, with the Raptors, he just won a championship there. Yeah, sometimes you can't like, overcome that. Sometimes you can't, and yeah. that's the thing to me. Like it's hard for me to criticize them too much for this, even if obviously this sucks. If you're a Laker fan, because you were talking yourself into you know dynasty big three of all time dynasty, and all of a sudden it's like okay, well, can we get Danny Green? Like, are we going to be able to absorb Goran Dragic and get an asset along with him? Yeah. Like. You know, that's obviously that's a life comes at you fast moment. Yep. But so, like this is they are playing Russian roulette right now. Mm-hmm. And but it's like a weird version where two teams are going to get the bullet. And so, <laughs> you know, it's a dark like, ass game. Yeah. Like, I mean, two like two of these teams are going to walk away empty handed and that's going to suck for whichever ones it is. Of the teams that could walk away empty handed, I think the Lakers are situated about as well as anybody else. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean. You for, still have Anthony Davis. You still have LeBron. For the Clippers, what do they have? Like Patrick you know, Beverly. I, yeah. I mean, I guess they run it back with some Hashtag of Mr. 94 from, or whatever. Yeah. I mean, they run it. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, the Clamps Bros or whatever they're yeah. selling Hawaii on. I don't know. Like, you know, it, the Clippers, if they're left without him, they're like, they're all right. You know, like they were fine last year. They were a decent team. They made the playoffs, um, you know, and then the Raptors. I mean, the Raptors are totally screwed if he leaves, but at least they did everything. They want and they get to have. Yeah, they want a title. And now they get to have the rebuild that Masai has kind of wanted, you know, yeah. for the last couple of years and been moving towards. So. You know, like the Lakers, if they get left high and dry, they still have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. They're yeah. going to be okay. Yeah. All right. We'll go to the final scenario here. This is the worst of the three. Kawhi Leonard, it turns out the championship wasn't enough to to get him to stay in Toronto. Playing alongside Anthony Davis and LeBron James wasn't enough to get him to play for the Lakers. And the idea of Lakers exceptionalism is officially dead. He is a Los Angeles Clipper, and he's going to be in the division. We're going to see him at least four times a year for the next five years. It's just like my thing is, 
okay, so if the NBA is going to, where does the NBA draw the line? Their tampering rules are so inconsistent and stupid. This is something I'm that's like, bring annoying. this up. Go ahead. Do it. it. It's something that's been annoying me all years that the Clippers are allowed to leak and make it very public. They're there following Kawhi game. To right. game. How is that allowed? But like the Lakers are getting fined for like magic, getting re or like getting investigated for magic. Like, you know, I mean, admittedly stupid mistake that to like an unforced error for him to just admit that in front of a scrum of reporters that like Ben Simmons had reached out to him or whatever, but commission this whole tampering investigation, like, you know, start a witch hunt for the Lakers and whatever. And then the Clippers are just allowed to, the Clippers are allowed. Yeah. Very unfair witch hunt. Uh, Clippers, (laughs) the Clippers are allowed to just tamper publicly all year and just, it works out for them. You know, it, yeah. it's kind of it's a little ridiculous. And if I was a Laker fan, I would be a little upset. And I don't know. I just think that the NBA is so stupid. And like they have all of these rules, yet they're like, OK, well, we're going to enforce this one and this one and this one. Yeah. And then, you know, we're kind of going to set a new precedent here for magic in the meetings and whatever. But, you know, as long as you don't really publicly make us look like we don't care about tampering, then you could tamper as much as you want. And. Like, just, I don't know, the whole, just the media campaign leading up to this was gross and annoying, and I don't know, I just, like, I kind of can't believe that this worked, but you almost have to respect the Clippers for pulling it off and figuring out a way to game the system. I think what it comes down to here is, okay, like, the Knicks are dealing with this right now, too, right? All right, we got to find a way now to compete with Little Brother. Right, like you're 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 the oldest brother, right? You are. Yep. Yeah. I'm also the oldest brother. Eventually, both my younger brothers they grew up to be taller than me. My middle brother grew up to be more athletic than I was. My middle young or my my youngest brother uh, entered high school like. Anthony, five what's s- the bar for more athletic than you? You know. Look, if you, you make can a talk all this crap. Game. I swear to God, I want one day to play you one on one. Like that's all I, I want. I'd lose. I'm not claiming to be good at basketball. I just like trash talking you because you decided to be like, "Hey, Harrison, watch this," and then trip over yourself I, and miss a layup while playing I didn't basketball say, hey, Harrison, after watch drinking this. like seven margaritas in Vegas. If we listened to Kelly Clarkson on the way there. Remember that? I thought it was Titanic. Both. Oh, okay, yeah. That was, that was a crazy night. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Why? Signing with the Clippers. But so so this is but this is that moment that you recognize, oh shit, my little brother just beat me one on one. Oh my god, my little brother just I guess he's just better at basketball than I am now, right? Maybe I have you know, my own athleticism because of this gut that I have is is waned to the point where, wow, they matter. He matters. And I think that's where I don't know, and and, and I, I maybe I'm making too much of this, right? Maybe I'm, maybe I'm overreacting, but I don't know if the Lakers are capable of coming back from this. I don't, I don't know I if they are. I think that's an overreaction. They again, if they like lose we said in the last Kawhi scenario, Leonard to the Clippers, the Clippers, the Clippers have, have put in work all season to make this Who happen. Cares? And They're we don't know what kind of we don't know what kind I'm not going to say that the Clippers did anything that is against the rules or whatever and you know or did anything <laughs> way outside of what they are we already know they did. But we know that they were up to some chicanery and that there was a lot of talk about yeah. the Clippers have been preparing for this for a year. They've done da 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 and I have a lot of conspiracy theories that I will tell you about in Vegas <laughs> about how the Clippers handled I can't this. Wait. Uh but 
you know, and if they lose, that will almost make it funnier. I like, but, I like, like how, I like how most other people go to like Vegas and they're like, God, I can't wait to just drink for 72 straight hours and gamble. I'm going to get off my, my drunk conspiracy theory <laughs> without drinking. Yes. <laughs> um, so, but anyway, like this is obviously bad again for the Lakers, but they still like, you have to grade them on a curve. Yes. Free agency completely with struck out. I think they still took the best path that they possibly could yeah. have. But again, to go back to my original point, they still have LeBron. They still have Anthony. Did they manage to get the Anthony Davis deal done? You know, regardless of what you think of the trade that got him here, that's still a really good place to start. And they're still going to put together a really good team that is going to compete with and maybe still even be better than the Clippers this year. Hey, by the way, Jimmy Butler hasn't agreed to anything in Miami. No, he has. That trade's completed. No, they no they they never found Dallas had to back yeah, out. You really were sleeping all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they figured it out. They they oh, that, that's how that's how uh, Harkless ended up on the Clippers. Oh, so that, that is out. what I missed. Yeah, I slept yeah. all day today. Well, never mind then. You are I, so confident sometimes, despite like not knowing something. It's kind of incredible. Loud, loud and wrong get you paid, dude. Yeah, it's true. I got to work on that. <laughs> I, I I disagree with you though, dude. I, I I really do. I really disagree with you that that. You okay, know. going on the Lakers because I'm not that reactionary. You're still a fan. You still bleed purple and gold. How you know you understand the ways of the Mamba mentality? Just, I do not. <laughs> As Reddit likes to point out, I do not understand those ways. You don't have hashtag re24 pecked. No. <laughs> Deltoids and pecks getting a lot of pub today. Yeah. Um, all right. So I look. The Lakers, the reason, look, the reason we started the show with with Kawhi Leonard was saying how process doesn't matter and that the Lakers can succeed despite themselves because process doesn't matter because they found a way to make this work anyway. But if they lose Kawhi Leonard to the Clippers specifically, it's one thing to to, to lose lose out on him to Toronto, right? He just won a championship there. They had a million and a half people out there in the streets. And and they were willing to... They were willing to make the trade and pull the trigger for him, which clearly matters to him yeah. based on the details that we do know of his meeting with Magic Johnson, where he was trying to say, like, hey, did you try to trade for me? Right. That you're right. We we already found out that that mattered with Paul George. It does matter here with, with Kawhi Leonard. And but but if you lose out to the Clippers beyond the little brother stuff and all in and, and all of whatever. But now the Clippers have like Kawhi Leonard legitimizes them. They they are now legitimate in a market that they have never been legitimate in. Even while they had Chris Paul, and even while they had Blake Griffin, and even while they had DeAndre Jordan, and Lob City was this big thing, while the Lakers were at their lowest point, the Lakers were never seen, or that was never seen as a serious scenario here where the Lakers brand takes a hit like that. But this is different. This is there's, a this is a free there's a real battle. specifically telling them no. I actually don't care about Lakers exceptional. So I don't care about Space Jam 2. I don't care about playing alongside even LeBron James and Anthony Davis. I'm going to go here and I'm going to carve out my own spot here with the Clippers. That's where I I don't know, man. I don't know if the Lakers come back from that. That's a huge hit brand-wise. I guess, but at the same time, I mean, Lakers culture is obviously so ingrained here. Like, I, I don't know that that's going to change anytime soon. Yeah, I'm not going and, to host Locked on Clippers anytime soon. <laughs> um, I 
just think again, like, like uh, my, I'm trying to stay con- somewhat consistent because obviously your analysis changes as these scenarios change, but I can't say like, you know, that they were taking the right path when they lose out on him to one team and say that and say differently about this one. Like, yes, this sucks. Yes, this is a loss for them. And like, I, I just That's don't know the how point much I'm making. OK, but what are you what is the point that you're making? The, the point that I'm making. So they can be right. This has always been the right gamble to make. OK, we agree on that. always been the right. Like you have the chance at landing a dynasty. This has always been the right way to approach this offseason. My thing, though, is. Like that's a that's a separate point from oh crap we got to care about the Clippers now oh crap the Lakers have to compete against the Clippers now because look at what the Clippers now have if if in this scenario where 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 Kawhi Leonard turns down LeBron James turns down Anthony Davis turns down Bugs Bunny and goes to the, the Clippers right he now you have a multi the, the richest owner in sports. And Steve Ballmer, you have a front office teeming with even Lakers exceptionalism in and of itself, right? They have Jerry West over there. Uh, they have Doc Rivers, who is by far a better coach than Frank Vogel. Like they have everything. They, like that's the the stuff that you know at the beginning of the show when we were talking about the scenario where Kawhi Leonard does does still go to the Lakers. You say, well, process doesn't matter there. Whatever they 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 still stumbled their way into landing those three guys. Cool, doesn't matter. But in this case, we find out, oh shit, process actually does matter. Yeah, or at least figuring out like the Lakers need to get better at tampering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Like they need they need Doc Rivers stacking cash inside the ceilings before the Raptors <laughs> come to arenas and just being like Kawhi, put it in the visitors locker room. The yeah. drop is live. Yeah. You know, dead drop. I can't wait for I can't wait for the the tinfoil hat shows. In I, Vegas. It's gonna I can't wait for the 30 for 30 on like how many different violations the Clippers committed during this pursuit, regardless yeah. of whether or not they get him. Yeah, it makes me root against them even more. All right. We're like, I'm take- not reporting anything. It's just. It's kind of clear that like there's stuff happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's take a quick second here. When we come back, we're gonna we're gonna broaden our scope here and talk about all right the things that we have to look for next. So we gave you guys the three different scenarios here. I brought a little bit of fire there about the Lakers and Clippers, and and, and we're gonna throw to to paying some bills. When we come back, we're going to talk about the things that you might actually find out in in the next twenty four hours. I think this is. This is go time. I think the next 24 hours are going to be really important. Okay, so just in case they, like the news has not come out by the time that this podcast is live, I just, uh, Rosh Markazi of the LA Times is saying that a $10,000 bet just came in on the Lakers at seven to four to win the NBA championship at the Westgate Las Vegas Superbook. The last time that happened was apparently 30 minutes before the Anthony Davis trade. So we are now I mean, well beyond 30 minutes. It has been that. more than 30 minutes. So either Woj went to sleep and we just are going to have to wait for this for the morning um, or. You know, it like that. It doesn't necessarily mean anything. I don't know. Um, so, but it so is interesting. Everybody listening to this knows who Domin is, right? Probably, I would imagine. I some. I would imagine most people do. Uh, before he goes to bed every night, before when he logs off of Twitter, when he calls it a day, he says like "Good night, kitties" or something like that. Is it too much to ask this time of year to get? Woj? Yeah, like if Woj could just be like, "Hey, no more bombs for today." Yeah. 
Like a benevolent dictator. Guys, He's just I'm like, all right, bed. it's nighttime. Yeah. The bombing will recommence in the morning. That doesn't sound very benevolent, but yeah. That <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's not. I mean, I did say dictator. You know, it's like, hey, I don't want you to get away. I want you to be able to sleep, and then I'm going to start. It's like you know, rules of engagement. For some, yeah, for some, for, for some reason, I pictured like the Alamo, where like the Spanish were just, all right, we're gonna, we're gonna, yeah, Woj is outside with his cannon. He's like, I'm gonna stop shooting at the wall, yeah, for a little while. I'm gonna go take a nap. You guys go take a nap. We'll be back here tomorrow, right? And I'm gonna keep shooting bombs at you. Yeah. Also, like Voldemort, right? When he was, he said, like, you know, collect your dead and and all that. Yeah. Wojomort. Wojomort. Yeah. We could get that going. Ex- All right. Exorsto Patronum. <laughs> that was way worse than mine. All right, so let's 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 start here. What are you expecting in the next twenty four hours? I am expecting Kawhi Leonard to become a Los Angeles Laker. Me too. Yeah. Me too. So, I mean, for all the talk in our last couple segments about because like, we have to prepare, we, we don't know. Play, yeah, we, we played those out. Well, if, if we were sure that Kawhi Leonard was going to be a Los Angeles Laker, we would report that Kawhi Leonard was going to be a Los Angeles Laker and get the clout that comes with that. But I think both of us are confident that that will probably yeah. happen. Um, I don't want so, that. Yes. And so, like, that that's what I expect. I don't know if it'll be in the next 24 hours. I'm hoping that they get this wrapped up. Please, Kawhi, Uncle Dennis, if you listen to the show, Somebody in Kawhi's camp, just like, I really, I want to get back to going to sleep at normal hours. We need you guys to sign somewhere so the Lakers can figure out the rest of their moves. I want to get this done before I head out to Vegas so that I can actually focus on, you know, this very bad summer league team that we watched tonight. Awful. Uh, that did not, I don't know if you watched that game. It was I not did. great. Um, <laughs> did, I mean, I would I like to get back to the basketball part of this yeah. and not like just waiting for like, Oh, like what kind of cheese did they have at the meetings? And does that indicate anything about Kawhi's intentions? Like did every single party bring their ceremonial bag of apples for apple time? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and all this stuff, like I want to get back to talking about basketball. I want to figure out if he's signing somewhere and where, if he's going to the Euro league, I don't care. Just figure something out. Kawhi, please. I'm I'm begging now. I can't. I, just, I can't do this. So you guys, you guys aren't watching this, obviously. Uh, in the same, so Harrison and I record this over Skype. We have Skype video is is how we see each other. Uh, I just actually saw you come to Jesus. I, I just can't do this anymore, man. I got like, I've gotten five hours of sleep the last two nights. Like I, I've been blogging nonstop, updating the free agency tracker. I just, I can't do this. I need them to wrap it up and just like, I, I want to go have 4th of July plans. I don't want to be writing about that. Like, I, I don't like to complain about my job, but I would like to be able to go to a pool party that I'm invited to. And so if cool, I could just wrap it up. Like, come on. Do you really want to be Gordon Hayward? You want to be... The guy that's like announcing on Fourth of July—that's rude. Don't do that. Come on. <laughs> when LeBron announced, I was actually at a Fourth of July pool party on the rooftop of a of like a, an, fir- a First of July pool party because he announced on the first. No, it was so. So it was. It was like the Saturday before. Yeah, it was uh, a Sunday. It was yeah. So it was like a Sunday fun day thing that we all went up there and they did. Maybe it was Saturday. I don't know. Yeah, it was but July first last year. I actually was writing articles. From a DJ booth. Because I remember. I was, 
That was the quietest. That was the quietest, quietest portion of that like rooftop. So that was that was fun. I don't. Yeah, I remember. Either. I forget what I was doing, but I was kind of just sitting around the house, and then all of a sudden, I got the like Clutch Sports. I just saw the Clutch Sports like press yeah. release pop up, and I didn't even realize at the time that I was following them on Twitter. Yeah. And all of a sudden, that just I was. Is this fake? Did I accidentally follow it? What well, is going on? And then people, I saw, and then I saw Woj tweet it, and I was like, okay, this is legit. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, because they weren't verified at the time. Yeah, people thought it was a fake account. I wonder if they're verified now. But Good thing to check up on. Yeah, uh, I guess that'll do it for this episode. Here, we're gonna we're gonna call this thing. We're gonna we're gonna call it a night. Whoa! You don't want to talk about any like potential free agents that they could chase or anything like that in the aftermath. It's not worth it. It's uh, it's. I, I don't. Do do you disagree? No, I mean, I just like there's no way to know who's even available yeah. and for and what money they even have to work with. It's just tough, you know. Yeah, it's not it's not worth it to me to go down that road because it's such a different road than the Lakers are on right now. Yeah. So, you know, if something crazy happens like that, you know, we're gonna guys we're, we're gonna have you guys covered at Silver Skin and Roll and and writing stuff. Uh, Pete and I, and actually, you are planning on coming on the show tomorrow. Yes, uh, I will be on Locked On Lakers tomorrow. Uh, yes, we'll we'll have That's the holy the, plan. the holy triumvirate. Or it, we're going to hop on there and, and the triangle and, offense. The triangle offense. We're not antiquated. We're not. We're not like AM five seventy or something like that. Pay some respect to the Zen Master. <laughs> He's so, the reason you are like this about the Lakers is because he led them to five titles. So. That's fair. That's fair. All right, we'll see how this thing goes. Though this was fun. It was a. It was an interesting concept that Harrison uh, thought up. I think we executed it pretty well. It was fun to, to to go down those routes. I hope that it's the first scenario that we get to talk about tomorrow. I think, and I think that's how this is going to go. If I had to handicap it, I'd probably say like forty percent Lakers, uh, and then thirty. I'd, I'd honestly go like sixty. Whoa! Yeah. Wow. I know the yeah. Lakers are crazy confident, but that's that's a yeah, lot of confidence I'd go, from you. I'd honestly go sixty or seventy. Let's end the show there. Yeah, get I don't. Again, really excited. If, if I was a hundred percent, I would report it and get like all this clout that everyone's been chasing online today. I yeah. don't know uh, for certain, and if I was certain, I would say that because that would be great for my career. But I'm not certain. I just am op. You know, I'm optimistic. Interesting. Yeah. That if. I mean, usually how these things go is if you're confident in something happening, it usually, you're like it's book it, it's over. Yeah. yeah. Although you felt this way about the Anthony Davis trade at the deadline, and you were wrong. So yeah, but then I felt about it again before the draft, and it happened. I mean, I, I couldn't account. The thing that I didn't account for at the deadline was just that New Orleans was not going to come around. That there yeah. was just no way that they were willing to do a deal. Mm-hmm. Like because the thing that I kept saying was eventually the Lakers are going to offer them the Godfather package, and they're going to take it. And the Lakers and did didn't. do that. Yeah. And then the Pelicans didn't take it. And then eventually they took less. But yeah. you know. Shouts to Dell Demps in your unemployed ass. All right, well we we will uh <laughs> <laughs> we're going to uh not the way I expected this to end, but subscribe to the Silver Screen and Roll podcast on every platform you can. Yes. We we, 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 we crossed the midnight we, we crossed the midnight threshold, so we're going to call this thing a night. Uh and then the next time you and I record a show will be from Vegas. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, from the SB Nation podcasting studio, probably. Sure. No, there really is going to be one. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Set up. 
Huh. It's going to sound great. I'm telling you. It's going to sound great. Get ready. Okay. Maybe can some I, special guests. We're going to see who we can pull. Can I drink from there? Uh, I think so. All right. Faderate it is. <laughs> All right. Have a good one, everybody. We'll talk to you guys next week. And hopefully, by the time you guys listen to this, Scenario 1 comes true. <laughs>